This is a long story, and I'm on my phone, so I apologize for any mistakes. For background info, this incident happened at my aunt's old one-story house. At the time this occurred, there were ten people in the house in total. Also, only three to four were adults, making six kids that were living there. This is important because the house was always loud. Another important part is we lived about half a mile from a local airport, where planes would fly all the time. It was loud inside and outside all the time. We didn't have money to do much, so someone was always home. This story begins when I first wake up. I had a bunk bed with my twin. My cousins, all girls, shared another bunk along the wall. I notice that it's eerily quiet, but I don't think much of it yet. I get up, and in all of the other beds, the covers are messy, like they got up. No one was in the room. I thought they had just gotten up to go play and eat breakfast. I got up and I went into the living room, where I was met with complete, still silence. The house is usually booming with activity by 11am, yet not a single soul was anywhere in the living room. I went into the kitchen next. No one. Again. I went into both of my cousin's rooms on opposite sides of the house. The covers were undone in both, and no one was in either room. I go into my aunt and uncle's room, which was the last resort for me, because we're not supposed to go in there unless you have to. I go to find that their room was exactly like the rest of the house. Covers unturned, yet no one was in the room. Our tiny attic was connected to their, the aunt and uncle's, bathroom. I checked it. Nothing. My first conclusion, it was that they all went out to eat without me, for the first time in our entire lives, and I was crushed. I went into the garage expecting to find cars gone, or at least one of us out there. I go out, and everyone's car is still there. Not only that, but I had stepped outside and had expected to hear something. Planes, cars, people, etc., All I heard was this deafening silence that was so alien to me. Half a mile from an airport, I should have heard something. It was like I was the last person on Earth, and it was silent. Not only that, but I also didn't see anyone at that airport either. The reality was, I couldn't find my family, and I was absolutely terrified at this point. At this point, I lost it. I sat on the bench and I just cried. I pinched myself repeatedly hoping to end whatever was going on, but it didn't work. I ended up just sobbing on the bench and watching the clock hoping this world would end somehow and I would have my family back. Twenty minutes pass, and then an hour, then an hour and a half, and then two hours on the bench, then three. Out of nowhere... My dad just walks into the kitchen. I saw him from the bench. The door was glass, so you could see through it. 
I jumped up and ran into the kitchen and hugged him as tight as I could. I asked him, Where were you? He just said, I've been here. What are you talking about? My jaw hit the floor. Then, I noticed my cousins come out of our room that we shared. My aunt comes into the kitchen from her room. People just suddenly materialized. I was shocked, but I was just excited to have my family back. Life went on from that point. There was no waking up or anything like that. Let me know what your thoughts are. Alright, so this story isn't as thrilling as the title, but I'm hoping it's enjoyable nonetheless. Feel free to remove it if it's not for the sub. I did used to hang out with Mary Jane from time to time, but I've been clean for a couple months now, thanks to a new job. And yeah, yeah, posting on mobile, whatever. This is my first post here but I've been stalking the sub for months reading all the crazy stories that keep me up at night. About two years ago, on a one-off weekend trip to Ikea, I picked up two clocks. One was a matte white analog wall clock, and the other was a little analog clock from my desk. It was a nice one, with a white face and a matte yellow body. The outside rim of the face lights up when you tap on it. No issues with it for the whole time I had it, until yesterday. It runs on four AA batteries. I only buy Duracell batteries. Yeah, the fireman commercials have me convinced for life. This will be important in a second, as there are only Duracell batteries in my apartment, and I live alone. I recently bought an Xbox Series S to play Cyberpunk 2077, and I was having fun with it until the controller inevitably chewed up its batteries. I went through the last batteries in the pack in my drawer, and then went on the scavenging around the apartment for unused electronics. Seriously, screw Microsoft for not making the controllers rechargeable by now. I remembered that my desk clock ran on four of them, so, that would give me a few weeks of playtime at least. I pop them out, and leave the clock for dead. I didn't really use it much anyways. I have a smartphone and a watch and whatnot. The clock stopped, and I continued on gaming. Eventually, I burned through the batteries and forgot about the other two I left in the clock. So I went out and got a fresh pack of Duracell Optimums. Fast forward to yesterday... At 5.01pm, I was looking at my IKEA wall clock, the other one that I purchased, and noticed it was a good 14 minutes behind. So, I went to correct it and wondered, huh, I wonder what time the other clock got stuck on a few weeks back. I look over, and 5.02pm. At first, I was amazed at the coincidence. Like, what are the odds of me looking at the clock at that exact time that it stopped on? I thought nothing of it, really, just happy I had something interesting happen on an otherwise boring day. After scrolling through my phone for a bit, wasting time on dating apps, playing a game of solitaire or two, 
and melting my brain on Twitter, I looked at the clock again. 5.13 p.m. Excuse me, but what the hell? I quickly popped open the yellow backing of the clock, but not before the rim started glowing as soon as my hand touched the top. Okay, kind of weird. Rayovax. Two of the blue and silver things just sitting there, where I had scavenged the Duracells from barely a month ago. I haven't recently bought anything battery-powered besides my Xbox controller, which came with generic double A's in it that I promptly replaced. So, I have absolutely no idea how Rayovax got into my clock, or even my apartment. Side note, anyone looking for a used IKEA clock for sale? It looks like new, and it's self-charging now, apparently. Okay, so this just happened to me, and I feel like maybe I'm crazy. I live in upstate New York, near the Catskills, so if anyone else experienced this, I would like to know. Obligatory, I'm not currently under any influence on any medication or sleep-deprived, and was not at the time of that event either. I'm in charge of letting the dogs out in the middle of the night. I don't know why the dogs always come to me, but they do, so I just get up and let them out, and then let them in whenever they're done. I've had dogs my entire life, so I'm accustomed to regular sleep interruptions. When I let the dogs out, I passed the clock on the stove. I usually look at the time to get a sense of how long I have left to sleep, and to know how long the dogs have been out. Sometimes I just wing it with time, but not tonight. My partner and I agree that we probably fell asleep around 10 to 10.30. The last activity on my phone was around 9 o'clock, so it was at least that late. We let the dogs out just before bed, and then they usually go out once or twice during the night. Tonight, I let them out the first time and I don't remember the time, but I'll assume it was around 1 or 2 o'clock, as that is the usual time for them. The second time I got up, however, I looked at the clock and it was 4.09. I remembered this because I thought, that's weird, the dogs usually never need to go out at 4, it's usually 5 or closer to 7 when we're waking up. I let them back in at 4.14 and went back to bed. Then, I'm woken up again by the dogs. I considered ignoring them because I had assumed my alarm would be going off soon, and then I would be up and could let them out. But the littlest one seemed sincere that he had to go out and could not wait. So I got up, and I let them out. I looked at the clock, expecting it to be close enough to 7 that I could just start my shower, but it was 2.36, and... I thought at first, maybe I was crazy. But when I went back to bed, and I laid down and my partner unlocked his phone to check the time, he said it was 
That's it? I thought it would be way later than that. I haven't talked to him about my experience. He's currently outside removing ice from the gate. I'll update later to let you all know what he thinks or what he experienced. Edit. My partner said he did not notice how many times I had been up with the dogs, but he doesn't disbelieve me. He said that in the past few days, he's felt like time is moving very slowly at night, but he's on a new medication, so he chalked it up to that. I wish there was some more concrete evidence that I had, but this is really it. This happened two years ago. I was 20, living with parents, and had just finished my second year of uni. It was a late morning in June, and my mom asked me to go to the shop and buy her some milk. It's about a 10-minute walk from my front door to the shop. I left the house sometime between 11 and noon. When I get there, I'm surprised to see how busy it is for so early on a Friday. It's filled with secondary school kids, which usually only happens before or after school starts. I figured it must be a half day, and I didn't ponder it too much. I buy the milk, and I make my way home. As I'm walking home, I see a car coming up the road towards me, and it looks like my mom's. It pulls up right beside me, and I realize that it is my mom. She yells at me to get in now, and I quickly get in the passenger seat. My mind is racing, thinking something has happened to dad or someone in our family. Then she asks, where have you been? Cut a long story short, according to her, I went out at the time that I mentioned above, but was gone for nearly four hours. I checked my watch, and sure enough, it was 4.06pm. I tried to explain that it was impossible and that I had just left the house. If I wasn't such a sensible, honest person, she might have thought I was lying, but instead, she was worried. She thought I had blacked out and convinced me to go and see a doctor a couple of days later, which I did. I was referred to the hospital for an MRI. As far as anyone could tell, nothing was wrong with me. This was on my mind for a good few weeks after it occurred, and I realized that whatever happened must have happened on the way to the store, which explained the school kids. Oddly, I didn't notice a change in temperature or daylight. However, given that it was warm and typically overcast summer there probably wasn't much of a change between noon and 4pm. The only thing that comes to mind is that I had taken a detour on my way to the shop, just on a whim. Rather than follow the stretch of winding road up to the shop, I cut through a street and walked up a side alley between two houses. I don't nearly do this, so could this glitch in the matrix be connected to that alleyway? I haven't taken that detour since, but I'm tempted to. 
So, back in high school, there was a long-running joke that our vice principal could teleport around the school and be everywhere at once. I, of course, heard of these rumors and thought it was just an exaggeration of how punctual and observant he was. But a couple of years later, I experienced it firsthand during my junior year. To give some clarification, my school was two stories tall, and was basically just one large rectangular building. There's a staircase on each side of the building to get to the second floor, and long straight hallways lined with classrooms, doors, and lockers on the left and right sides. It takes like five minutes to get to each staircase walking down the hall. But anyway, I was asked to deliver a couple of papers and forms to the main office, which was at the far right side of the school, on the bottom floor. As I walked into the office where the receptionist, principal, and vice principal offices reside, I saw the vice principal walk into his office and gave him a nod and wave as he entered. I gave the papers to the receptionist and began walking down the hall back to the staircase to go back to my homeroom, when, as I'm climbing the stairs, the vice principal I had just waved to passed me on the staircase. This seemed impossible to me, as there's only one door in and out of the office, and one straight hallway as soon as you walk out of said door. I passed nobody on my way out of the office, and he would have had to have gone past me to get out even into the hallway. This VP is not a hard-to-miss guy either. He stood easily 6'4", and weighed probably 250 pounds, and was roughly 40 years old at the time. In short, he would have had to have track-sprinted past me, all the way down the hall, up a flight of stairs, and then back down the upstairs hall, just to be able to be at the same stair that I was ascending in less than one minute. He eyed me strange as though I had just seen a ghost being, as I'd waved at him only a minute ago when he went into his office. A couple of my friends and other kids from the school had reported similar things before, but I thought it was just teenagers' wild imaginations, or exaggerations. I know now that I'm not the only person who witnessed it, and my buddy still recalls this to this day, and he still wonders how he does it. So, this story happened a few years ago, and we never found out who the woman was, or what it was she really wanted. This may be more let's not meet, but I'll let you guys decide. It was around 7pm when I heard a knock on the door. My mom looked through the crack of the window, and thought it was my girlfriend because she had long brown hair. I, being confused as to why she'd be there unexpectedly opened the door. Staring at me almost face to face, it was not my girlfriend, but a woman that I'd never seen before who had an uncanny resemblance to my great aunt. For the purpose of recounting this encounter, I'll refer to her as A. We stared at each other for a few seconds in complete silence, then the conversation went like this. A blurted out, 
I was just wondering if the house next door was for sale really quickly, which weirded me out. The house was for sale, but was in good condition, had the curtains drawn, no for sale sign, and unless you were local, you wouldn't have known without prior knowledge. I replied, yes, it is. I don't really know, to be honest. The neighbors have moved out, but I think a family member may be moving in, to which she just stares at me for a few more seconds. At this point, her whole vibe was weird, and I was feeling uncomfortable. A then just says, Oh, thanks, and walks quickly off the property. About five minutes later, I hear a muffled commotion outside. My grandparents used to live in the property next to mine, and then I get a call from my grandmother saying, There's a woman here claiming to be your mother's sister, and she wants to know where your mother is. What then apparently continued into a public spectacle of my grandfather and grandmother arguing with this random woman. They said that they were her parents, and they have no idea who A is. A is just shouting, You're not her parents! I want to speak to my sister! This back and forth goes on for a minute, and then A storms off. By the time I come outside and she's gone, that was the last we'd ever seen of her, and no one seems to have any answers as to where she came from, who she was, or why she came, but I'm just glad that I answered the door that night. I'm brand new to Reddit, and after deleting my Facebook, I went looking for something to occupy my time in the downtime of night, without having to look at people's food and family pictures. I came across Reddit, and immediately went looking for topics that I would enjoy. The minute I started reading posts in this, I swear a light bulb went off, and now I know what happened to me three years ago. My husband and I, we had just bought our house. It's old, but new to us, and needless to say, buying a house puts a damper on the old expenses, so we had both been working a heck ton. I work as a veterinary nurse and work very long hours. Starting my day at around 5am, I was getting ready for work. I grabbed a bagel and a sun-kissed from the fridge, and I set them down on the mantle when I was tying my shoe. I grabbed my keys and coat and went out to start my car, because it was the dead of winter and below freezing outside. I went back inside and thought, a sun-kissed for breakfast? Gross. And I went to the mantle to grab it and put it back in the fridge. But the sun-kissed wasn't there. My bagel was there wrapped in its paper towel and untouched. I looked on the floor, near the shoes, and even went upstairs to see if my husband took it. But he was still snoring away. I was quite confused, but I went to go grab water from the fridge because, well, that's a better choice anyway. I opened up the fridge, and there it was, the sun-kissed. All by its lonesome, not in the organized row of other sodas, just at the top of the shelf right in front of the water bottles. I started to panic. 
My stomach was sick, and I thought I was losing it. I ran upstairs and woke my husband up. He was obviously not happy with me, but I told him, I don't remember putting it back, but I wanted it to be put back. It actually messed with me for a few weeks, and it got me to quit drinking soda altogether. I still remember the feeling, and everything when it happened. It was absolutely petrifying. Now, I realize it wasn't a silent petty thief, or a ghost, or early onset dementia, no, it was a glitch in the Matrix. Hey there, friends. Welcome to the second recorded outro for this video because I forgot to do a word of the week on the first one and had to do this one on the fly. Yeah. So, thank you for listening to this point. If you did enjoy the video, please do hit that thumbs up button and subscribe to the channel. Also, hit that bell icon. You can also support me following all my social media platforms or supporting me on Patreon, Coffee, or channel memberships. All of it optional. All of it greatly appreciated. All members of Patreon and memberships to the channel get early access to all of my content now. Let's move on to the thing I forgot to do the first time around, the word of the week. Last week's word was discompose. We had four submissions for the word of the week, which is significantly more than we had last time. So, getting into that, the first one here is Perry Dowd with Poor Otis, the Matrix certainly knows how to discompose a cat's day. That's a bloody awful word, by the way, it rolls off the tongue like a brick. I completely agree. Thank you, Perry. The second one being Annie Red DJ, of course. A wonderful selection of stories. These always freak me out. You narrate them well. Thank you. Sucks about the electric company. A loss of power would definitely cause your upload schedule to discompose. Likewise, your avid listeners would become quite discomposed as well. Very true. Thankfully, the power situation is solved, and I don't think there will be any more issues. Third, Stephanie Watson. My sleep schedule would completely discompose without your voice. Which really made me feel good about myself. Thank you, Stephanie. And then lastly, but not leastly, yep, said it again, Mia, Mina, with her, you know, the more I listen or read these, the more I think I might have had some events that were glitches, but they weren't such that I remember them well enough to put them into story format. Actually, I'm wondering if using a form of the word qualifies. When the door opened, the group of people who had been in an ordered line outside discomposed into the chaos of a crowd, which stormed the door for access. There were no casualties, but there were several injuries and loud yelling. It was puzzling to those in the building, witnessing this, how no one was crushed and killed, and yes, using a form of the word qualifies, including the past tense of discomposed. I appreciate it. Thank you. Now, let's move on to the word of the week this week, which is... Hang on, let me look up a word real quick. Okay, and my random word choosing chooses secret. Something kept hidden or unexplained. Good luck with that. <laughs> Something about the Matrix being a secret. I don't know. It's not a secret at this point that we all live in a simulation. It'll crash down eventually. I hope you all have a beautiful day, and I'll see you all in the next video. But until then, sleep well.